So in case you didn't know and you couldn't tell, I'm here to talk to you about worship tonight. Imagine that. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Who could have seen it coming? So this is something that God put on my heart. I want to say it's a good year ago now. And it's, I've kind of been thinking about it and meditating on it, as we like to say in Christianese. Um, and over the last year, he's been revealing some more things um, about worship to me. And I felt it would be good to share with you guys because we haven't talked about worship in a long while. Oh, there's lights. <laughs> so bear with me because I just have my phone for my Bible because I like to use Passion Translation and that's all I have. Um, so I'm going to start with a scripture from John 4, verses 21 through 24 out of the Passion Translation. And it says, Jesus responded, Believe me, dear woman, the time has come when you won't worship the Father on a mountain, nor in Jerusalem, but in your heart. Your people don't really know the one they worship. We Jews worship out of our experience, for it's from the Jews that salvation is made available. From here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with the right heart. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. So most of us probably know that passage. Um, it's when he was talking to the Samaritan woman and she was asking, well, are we going to worship um, in Jerusalem? Are we going to worship on the mountain? He says, where is it here? Um, From here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with the right heart. For God is a spirit and he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. Um, verse 23 from the Amplified Version says, um, from the heart, the inner self. Um, so I looked into some definitions of what does it mean to worship in spirit and in truth? It's something that gets talked about a lot, but what does that actually mean? That just feels kind of like weird, foofy language to me. What actually does it mean to worship in spirit and and in truth. We're humans. How can we worship in spirit? What does it mean to worship in truth? So when I look up the word spirit in the Strong's, um, it says the spirit, i.e. the vital principle by which the body is animated, the rational spirit, the power by which the human being feels, thinks, decides, the soul. So your mind, will, and emotions. Um, when I googled the definition, uh, by analogy or figuratively, a spirit, i.e. human, the rational soul, vital principle, mental disposition. And mental disposition means the predominant or prevailing tendency of one's spirit. Natural and mental emotion and emotional outlook or mood. Characteristic attitude, state of mind regarding something. So what it means to worship in spirit is to worship with your innermost self, your heart, your mind, your will, your emotions, your soul, your entire inner being, the way you think when you worship, the whole way you think has to be on God. It has to be on worship or it's not true worship. You're just going through the motions. Does that make sense? When we look at the word truth, 
and the Strong's. It's objectively. What is true in any matter under consideration? Truly, in truth, according to truth, of a truth, in reality, in fact. True worship is undebatable and undeniable. We can't, when we worship in truth, it's like no one could possibly tell us that we're not worshiping. And the two go together. When you worship with your entire soul, with your entire inner being, you are worshiping in truth. Because for you, that is what is happening with you. Right? You are, you are truly, certainly worshiping. The two, in spirit and in truth, can't be separated. They're together. They're one in the same. Um... Let's see here. Where's my notes? When we worship, let there be no question that our whole self, our whole rational mind is turned to God in reverence and adoration. A lot of times when we're worshiping, you know, we can think about other things and we're like, oh, we're still singing the words. We're still, my spirit is turned to God. Because, you know, you, you hear all the time um, your spirit's in constant communication with God. And while that is true, In worship, it needs to be more than just your spirit that's in conversation and in communication with God. Specifically, even though it says your spirit, it really means your soul. So when we're worshiping in spirit, we're worshiping in our soul. Because our spirit's always worshiping God. So true worship needs to be our spirit and our soul. And our body is usually tied into that as well. Some people raise their hands. Some people close their eyes. All of that is just a matter of how you connect with God. There's no right or wrong way to um, worship with your body, but it's your entire self is encompassed in his glory, focusing on him, worshiping him. Okay, hang on here. Let me find my place. (laughs) I haven't done this in a really long time. Okay. So we can trust him with our whole selves when we worship. He will come close to our hearts when we give ourselves fully to him. So when we worship, fully focused on him. Sometimes another, uh, another trap we can fall into um, is we worship him to get something out of it. But that's not quite it. Yes, when we worship, we do get things out of it, but we don't worship to get things out of it. We worship because he's good, because he loves us, because he's worthy of it, because he commands us to worship him. And in return, he helps us with our struggles. He heals our bodies. He heals our hearts. He shows us his glory. It's, if you think about it like a relationship, okay, if you are, whether it's, you know, familial relationship or romantic relationship, platonic, whatever, if you are one-on-one with a friend, you want to be fully focused on each other. And you're not It's not a true friendship or a true relationship if you're only there to get something out of that person. We've all had friendships like that, right? Where you know the person is only talking to you because they need to get something out of you. That's not what true worship is. It's not our entire selves being focused on him. Because if we're worshiping to get something out of it, 
then that part of your mind, that part of your soul is not actually fully, truly focused on him. It's focused on what you want to get out of him. So we need to put our whole focus on him and then in return, because he loves us, because a relationship is a two-way street, then he will give us what we've been asking for, what he knows that we need, what's good for us. Um, in Psalms 4, in the New Living Translation, Psalm 4, 5, it says, Offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust the Lord. We can trust him that he's not going to let us down that he's not going to let it all be for nothing when we fully give ourselves to him in worship. Um, in Mark 4, uh, chapter 12, verse 41 to 44 in the Passion Translation, um, this was when they were in the temple and um, there were a bunch of people giving lots of money and there was one lady who gave just one little coin. Um, let me... Let me pull up the verse here. Matthew 12. Or sorry, Mark, not Matthew. Then he sat down near the offering box, watching all the people dropping in their coins. Many of the rich would put in very large sums, but a destitute widow walked up and dropped in two small copper coins worth less than a penny. Jesus called his disciples to gather around and then said to them, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given a larger offering than any of the wealthy. For the rich only gave out of their surplus, but she sacrificed out of her poverty and gave to God all that she had to live on, which was everything she had. She sacrificed out of her poverty and gave to God all that she had to live on, which was everything she had. This is talking about money, but we can apply this to our worship as well because, you know, we've heard before that um, tithes and offerings is worship. It's when you give everything, everything that you have, you give to him to do what he pleases with. That is worship. And we trust him that he's not going to let us down, right? Like Psalm says, offer sacrifices in the right spirit, True, full sacrifices and trust the Lord because he's not, it's not going to be in vain. So the reason all this came about in the last year, um, I had been having severe struggles with anxiety and I have for most of my life. And by the grace of God, I'm at a point now where I'm feeling really good. But a year ago, um, got so bad, I had to start going on some medication for it. And I'm not ashamed of that because God created doctors and they're there to help us. And if your brain chemistry's wrong, it's wrong and it needs some help. But I digress. I was on my way to work and I work in Chatham. And I was having a really, really anxious morning. And sometimes when I am having an anxious morning, actually a lot of times, um, on my drive, I will play worship music in the car and I'll worship. And up until about a year ago, I would put on worship music because everyone always says, worship cures anxiety. If you worship, God will take away your anxiety. So whenever I would do that, I would 
put on worship music, and I would worship to become less anxious. But about a year ago, I was in the car, I was anxious, I was driving to work, and I put on worship music, and I had this thought, what if I'm not, what if I don't worship to become less anxious? What if I just worship, and I actually just focus on God? And then wouldn't you know it, I became less anxious. And by the time, you know, my hour drive to Chatham was done, I felt fine and I was good to go to work. And so, you know, I immediately I took a video and I shared this with the girls and I said, guys, this works, but it's not I'm worshiping to get something out of it. I'm worshiping because I love him and then he gives it to me because he loves me too. David grasped this really well in the Psalms. Worship in spirit and in truth, and then God will deliver you, not because you worship. It's a relationship. There's give and take. It's two ways. We worship. He delivers us because he wants to and he loves to. Let me pull up Psalm 34 here. I was just kind of, when I was preparing this, I was looking through the Psalms because I know that so many Psalms are just, I was sad and I, why are you downcast, O my soul, and deliver me from my enemies, and then they end with, but God. So when I was looking through this, Psalm 34 really stuck out to me as a really good example of this. Um, verses 4 to 6 in the Passion Translation say, Listen to my testimony. I cried to God in my distress, and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Gaze upon him. Join your life with his, and joy will come. Your faces will glisten with glory. You'll never wear that. And he heard me, bringing his miracle deliverance when I needed it most. In all three of those verses, he said, I cried out, I gave my life to God, and then he did this because I worshipped. In verse 17 of the same chapter, Yet when holy lovers of God cry out to him with all their hearts, the Lord will hear them and come, re- come to rescue them from all their troubles. When they cry out, then he will rescue them. It's a recipe, but it's not the reason we do it right? And so many psalms I was looking through, and there's, there's so many, I don't have time to share them all tonight, but so many psalms are just short songs, especially towards the, the end of the book, saying to praise God, worship God, remember what he's done, bless his name. I think there were at least three or four, I didn't even skim all the way through the book of psalms, but there were at least three or four Um, Psalm 100 and something that are just like three verses long that say, bless his name, praise his holy name, bless God, look at what he's done. It's about worship. It's about our hearts towards him, to be turned fully towards him. That's what true worship in spirit is with our whole selves. So the reason I wanted to share this first tonight is because we're going to practice it. So I've got a bunch of songs. We'll see where it goes. I have no specific order, but we are going to worship. And I really, really want to encourage you guys, don't worship to get something. Worship him because it's what we do. It's in our their innermost being. As Christians, it's in our DNA to worship him with everything we are and everything we have. <laughs> 